0: Welcome to Career Tools. Today's show, how to transfer between states or industries, part two of two. Let's talk about changing Changing locations. What
1: do we do about that? Look, it's the same thing here. You know, you attempt to achieve a foothold in marketing before you move companies and, and you go from marketing at A to marketing at B, right? Developing a foothold, a, a physical foothold in the
0: new location uh, when you're moving can help as well. What do you mean? I mean, you mean I got to, if I'm in London, I want to go to New York, for example, I have to have, I have to literally move to New York before I move from London?
1: No, not necessarily, but being able to include a local address on your resume will help the hiring manager from getting up on his worry horse and riding off into the sunset without you, right? If you're following your spouse and they have a local address where they are, use that on your application materials or on your resume, right? And look, this is also true if you've been on an overseas assignment, if you're an expat and you're coming back home, use a, a postal address, a residence address, a home address in your home country rather than your overseas address, okay? Look, if you know you're moving back to the States and you've been posted to Hong Kong, lucky you, and you're coming back, put where you intend to live if, you're gonna, if you were going to conduct a career search. It may, in fact, be your parents'
0: address. That's okay. How about other relatives or your friends or something like that?
1: Uh, Well, okay, sure, it it could be another relative, it could be a friend. If it's relatively near where you want to be, then use it, sure.
0: Okay, are you suggesting that I can then lie or obfuscate or spin or, I don't know, be unethical, manipulate the truth about where I live?
1: No, No, look, look, we're not suggesting you pick an address and just say, that's my address. No, come on. If you can fairly state intent, let's say you want to move back to Atlanta, for instance, my brother, Adam lives in Atlanta. I have family roots in Atlanta as well. My folks both went to school there. If I were in Hong Kong and I was coming back to the States and I was interested in Atlanta, I'm not, by the way, I'm not. Um, But if I were interested in Atlanta and I would say, Hey, look, Adam, would you mind if, if I conducted the career search and I stay with you for three or four weeks? He says, sure, of course. I'll beat you at volleyball all the time, every night. And uh, (laughs) and I'd say, great. And I'd put his address down as my point of contact here in the States, even while I am finishing up my job in Hong Kong. The question is, is the address one you would probably live at when you came home or during the transition before you've sorted out your new accommodation? That is completely legitimate and completely understood
0: by hiring managers. We're not making this up. That's what hiring managers tell us. Totally fine. All right. So say I do that, though. I, I see a problem with that, though, in that if you do this, the hiring manager is going to expect you to be able to start work at the same time as somebody coming locally would, Right. Sure. If a local is going to be able
1: to start in a week, then probably you need to be able to start in a week. You'll probably be given some leeway. Um, you know, you might be able to be given two weeks. But generally speaking, yeah, you can't then say, well, I did put a local address, but I'm in Hong Kong. It's going to take me three months. Now you've misled. You may need to consider, you know, if there are protracted goodbyes going on, you need to go ahead and get those done. If you're going to be in the process of selling where you live now, go ahead and sell and move into an apartment. In fact, I heard one person say, you know, I really want to move right now, but I just can't sell my home. So I said, are you going to move before you sell your home? Nope, can't do that. So, well, okay. So why are we talking? Which is (laughs) more important? What's more important, the home or the career? Oh, definitely the career, but I won't move without selling my home. Okay, so it's an ethereal idea that the career is more important, but in fact, the home is more important. And that's okay, just understand how manager hiring managers would see that. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I guess you could start saving now if you wanted to, let's say you planned on moving in 18 months or so, you could start saving now so you can move to the new place before you even have the job. Matter of fact, I know somebody, Justin, a good friend of ours, who recently did that and moved to Australia, and he was incredibly successful. Took a few months to get the job he wanted. right. If you really want to move somewhere, if you really want to move to Australia, you
1: can scope down your spending where you are, start living on two-thirds to a half of what you're making now, put that money aside, build up a six-month cushion, and make the move. Now, look, we don't recommend that if you're 55 and you have three kids in college or university, okay? We don't. And for many of you, it's completely reasonable. And... Let's just be clear, Career Tools is completely excited for you about the idea that you might be able to have an international career. That's wonderful. Now, it's not always better, although with particularly large companies, generally international experience is better all things being equal. Look, if you stay at home and you hit home run after home run after home run, you don't necessarily need, in all companies, and not in all companies, but you know you don't always need international experience. But look, you can do it and you just need to be willing to tighten the belt. Now, if you say to us, no, I want to move right now and I don't want to change my spinning habits. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Well, okay. Then the argument from a hiring manager is I'm not going to hire you because you really don't want to do it. And if you're going to go through that biggest social or cultural shock, you better want it right? So save, as Mike said, and and, and then move. And again, there's more risk. You know, you could save up and then, you know, Justin found a job, but you could try someplace like Japan and then discover you can't get a job and you have to come home. The key though here is you're not trying to make this easy for you. You're trying to mitigate that, the risk for that hiring manager. And if you say, I might not get a job, you're right. But if you stay where you are, you are adding risk for the hiring manager. So it's a call you need to make. Again, again, as we say, start sa- starting saving now and then move is more risky. But it is a smaller step way to do it in the sense that
0: the hiring manager now sees you and will now see you as a local. Good. Now, you said you're going to need more help. What else could you need besides career tools? I mean, really? Come on. <laughs> um, flip-flops and a surfboard
1: and probably a good laptop. Maybe a Apple tablet, maybe that'd be nice, yeah, that'd be good, um, so look as human beings, and we use that term loosely for managers, we of course rely on other people's opinions to help us make before we make big decisions. you know, think about it, how many of us have discussed with our friends before you buy a house or before you buy a car, or before you propose. Even smaller decisions, which TV to buy, which software to buy, so on. You know, frankly, what, why were crowdsourcing and Twitter invented? The hiring manager here is making a big decision in choosing his new, his or her new employee. Do you might think he would check in with other professionals, with mentors, or even his friends or mates to, to find out if they know somebody or know the person who has interviewed, right? I would hope so. Hiring managers will go to extreme lengths in order to get more information about a candidate. If you don't think that's true, you're smoking crack. We don't say that very often, but that's what you'd have to be doing to believe that a hiring manager does it in a vacuum, makes a decision on her own, totally trusts herself, doesn't ask her friends, doesn't. Hey, do you know anything about this person? What have you heard about them? You know, you're over at X. What do you What do you know about this person? Right? Right. If you If you want to make one of these big moves. You need to be working your network like a pro. So when we say help, what we mean is your network better be ready to sell you, better know what you're doing, why
0: you're doing it, and be able to answer those questions effectively. You need to talk to everybody. So you might call or write an email to maybe five or ten people maybe?
1: Yeah, that, that's good. Yeah, five or ten. As long as the, peop- the the entirety of the world that you know is five or ten. <laughs> Yeah, sure. So, yeah, dude, totally go ahead. Five or 10, all five or 10 of your friends, right? Look, you talk to everybody. You want as many people as possible who might randomly come in contact. Gosh, where was I? Just recently we, oh, we had a person come to the conference. We didn't know that they were a West Pointer, and they went back to the I uh, went back to their their company and said sent us an email so that you know, sorry guys, I I forgotten your last names and I just ran into one of your classmates here at my company. That's, right? Yeah. And crazy.
0: and you know, Like, wow, I remember him. Hey, folks, when Mark says, everybody you know, everyone, he's not kidding, everyone. Everyone. Every single person. Not just your best friend or your second best friend, every friend or acquaintance you have. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. When you do so, you
1: don't sit down with them and have coffee and lay out your plan for the conquering of this new job. You stay pretty light and breezy. And, and look, you can even do this by email. Although look, these broadcast emails that go out to a hundred people, I'll tell you, a broadcast email that comes to me and a bunch of other people saying, here's what I need from you. Yeah. Okay. Technically it's, it's at the bottom of the barrel, but it's not zero, it's something. It would be something as simple as saying, hey, I just want to let everybody know what's going on with me. Um, I love working in the call center, but but I'm thinking about a change. I've always wanted to move to marketing. I'm moving to Fujitsu to do that. I'd love to move to Fujitsu to do that. I'm doing a night class in marketing. I'm on a project right now that's uh, working with the marketing department at our call center company. If you know anybody at Fujitsu, or you know anybody in marketing in general, Or you could give me some advice yourself, some recommendations yourself, because you know marketing or you have people working for you in marketing. I'm totally open to any help I can get. Hey, thanks a lot. I hope your kids are well. Look forward to seeing you at Oktoberfest next week or something like that, right? We tried this with one of our members recently, and he was astounded at the responses he got. And the fact is, people want to help people if you approach them in the right way you don't have to offer a quid pro quo you're not a marketing company trying to get people to try your product and so you need to give them a $5 bill or you need to give them $5 off their next purchase and by the way this this approach of needing more help and and essentially lighting up your network uh, engaging your network powering up your network to be you know, get their reticular activating systems working for you rather than just yours. This will work if you change your your specialty or if you change your country or even if you change your state here in, in the States. Wendy is always amazed when she talks to manager tools and career tools folks in the U.S. How many folks say, I know somebody in London, even if they've never been there, right? Or, oh, I spent a year in England, right? I went to, I went to Reading, I went to the University of Reading, or I spent a year at Oxford, or I went to London school economics for a three week summer course or something like that. Even your friends will have people that they know in Alaska, right? And Alaska is not a hotbed of commercial activity, but there are jobs there. And if you want to go there, one of your friends knows somebody in Alaska. How about, um,
0: agency recruiters? Are those useful
1: in this kind of situation? Sure. Even if you've never considered it before, sure. Uh, recruiters have access to hiring managers and part of their role, part not all, not majority, is to sell a candidate into the role, right? You know, what they what do they do? They phone a hiring manager they know, somebody they know, and they tell them, "Hey, look, I I've got this great guy." All right? And the aim is to get the hiring manager to agree to see the candidate before the hiring manager sees a resume. So see, see, that's a small step. Your resume, because you may not have made the move or you don't have the small steps that we've suggested, your resume may have red flags. But if they see you before they see your resume, they go, wow, this person's great. And maybe I could overlook this side of the other thing. So an agency recruiter may, in fact, be a way to, to gloss over or at least temporarily mute or mitigate
0: the risks associated with the change you're trying to make. Do you know of any good sources that folks could go to to learn how to use recruiters more effectively? I'm trying to
1: think, you know, I always think books first and then I think, well, maybe there's a podcast. Do you think there's a podcast? I wonder, I wonder if John Luck's book, um, Rights of Passage to $100,000 plus, which we highlighted it, and he's the only he's been the only guest on our show ever, right? Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And, uh, and, and we've got a podcast
0: about that very thing. (laughs) So absolutely go to the, go to the website and check out that, that podcast.
1: Oh yeah. And their websites too. Yeah. Manager-tools.com.
0: Good. Let's go on to our next point. Demonstrate real reasons and a longer term goal. Yeah. We go back to the basics here. This is, think about that risk mitigation
1: we're trying to do in advance for the hiring manager. One of her fears is that you just thought up. I I think I want to go to Boston. Or you're in love with a girl and you want to go to Boston. Or you wanna, you know what? Everybody who's getting promoted to my company is going to finance. Never thought about finance before, but by gosh, I'm going to finance. Or, hey, you know what? I think Russia's the new, the new frontier. And so I'm going to Moscow. And it's kind of on a whim that you're doing this stuff. And the problem is, if you do this on a whim, you do something else on a whim a year after he's invested in you. Or if he didn't invest in you, we missed the opportunity to invest in somebody else who would have been a better hire, right? So we recommend you work on describing your reasons for making the change in order that you can deliver a couple of sentences coherently and convince the hiring manager you're not going to change your mind again when the moon changes phase the next time, right? You know, you need to think carefully and really build a case to address the kind of con- any kind of concerns you think he or she might have as long as it's natural to to be thinking that they're connected and you feel like you can address them. So some examples, for instance. Look, you know, my wife has a a once-in-a-lifetime, once-in-a-career opportunity to study whales in Alaska, and so we're both moving to Alaska to allow her to explore that. We spent several seasons here during her graduate studies. We're well aware of what it's like to live here, and I'm absolutely excited about um, continuing my career in Alaska in support of my wife, right? Another one, you know, I went right into engineering when I graduated from from university, um, but I've always been interested in marketing. I think there are analytical skills that apply to marketing just like they do in engineering. I've volunteered with our local ACS chapter for five years as a marketing officer, and I'm excited about making marketing my full-time profession. Again, we're mitigating the idea that we're going to spend two years in marketing to build a reference and then come back to engineering there or another one. I studied Asian languages and cultures at university. I've been saving for 3 years to make the move over here. Now 3 years, that's that's pretty good. And I've made many friends on numerous trips I've made to Asia over the last 7 years. I'm excited to be here and this is where I'm going to uh, continue my career. Now look, in every case, those examples demonstrate a long-term goal. It's not a whim, right? You've been thinking about it. You've been working at it. You've had some experience. You've taken steps, concrete steps to achieve your goal. The longer you can demonstrate that this change was important to you and you were headed in this direction, the better. And notice, not just talk about, demonstrate. You know, I've been thinking about moving to Alaska for the last 10 years. And then they're going to say, well, give me an example of the things you've done in the last 10 years that would show me that Alaska has really been in your future. Oh, nothing. You know, when, when, when I see a TV show about Alaska, I watch and I always like it. You know, the manager's going, boop, trash. <laughs> no. You got to be able to demonstrate it. Say, saying I had a dream is not enough.
0: No offense to Mister. The hiring manager probably heard that from people all day long.
1: Yeah, and and they're cynical and they're mitigating their risk. Remember, and look, something else too. It's okay to show enthusiasm, show some passion, right? And of course, frankly, you shouldn't have to force it if if this is really your desire. So go ahead and, and beat your chest a little bit, get a little bit more excited than you would about answering some behavioral question what have I said before? We'll take 90% less ability for 10% more attitude every day of the week. And for a big change, you're not only going to have to have the skills, you're going to have to have the attitude that we're looking for as well.
0: Even if the move is necessary for less happy reasons, you know, maybe you're moving because of a marriage breakdown or to look after an elderly relative. Even in those cases, try and find the positives that this job is going to get you and be excited about it. Maybe it's just a fresh start or a chance to serve your relative, but again, be excited and optimistic about it. Because of the things we've talked about, all the challenges associated with this particular move under these conditions, the hiring manager is teetering on the edge of saying no the entire time. You need to move him to say yes, and you won't achieve that with any kind of negativity. Teetering
1: is a good way to put it. I, I just see it as if they open their mouth and they don't know what they're going to say, the word no will come out. Yeah. Yeah. They'll just say, okay, no, bye. Yes, the default.
0: There's the door. See you later. Bye. And so, given how difficult this is, you really got to be on the top of your game. you got to be 10 times, 10 times better than anyone else interviewing for that job.
1: Yeah. Look, they've looked at your resume. They see the dangers, right? Why, this guy's been in call center operations. Why are we considering for a marketing job? What, what? Right. What? Right. Right? So, and then he says, yeah, okay, this other guy really rates this guy high, but, but I don't know. He he lives in Montana. You know, why is he coming to Alaska or he lives in New York? Why would he want to come to Oklahoma? Right. I know his wife lives here, but you know, grants come, grants go money dries up. Things change. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure about somebody who's coming from the mining industry into marketing. Uh, you know, we look for electrical engineers here or mechanical engineers or petroleum engineers, and he just doesn't have it, you know, and they say, I don't even know why I'm interviewing. Right. Okay. But you're in the interview, right? Look, if you step into the interview, You have a chance. Somebody is saying, it's technically possible you could do the job. Yeah, maybe you can mitigate some of the stuff. Maybe you've done some of the mitigation, but the fact is you're still going to have to do better than others because at the end of the day, the thought that keeps going around is not necessarily who is my best guy, but who are the people that, you know, even if he was my best guy, does the bestness of him overcome the big issue, which is the risk. Every other candidate who meets the manager's hiring manager's expectations starts at ground zero right? Level ground, you're fine. You're starting in a pit. Luckily for you though, now you know that, right? You need to make that hiring manager understand how your experience fits if you're transferring industries. By the way, if you don't know it, our interviewing series has a a podcast. uh, We talk about something called the general store exercise, which is absolutely brilliant at helping you analyze what skills you've had in the projects or in the successes that you've had in your accomplishments, you can analyze them for skills and then simply apply those skills in, in a different environment. And and you will have all the information that you need for an interview in a different industry, in a different location, no problem
0: at all. Yeah, we, we don't push it a lot, but um, we've had hundreds and hundreds of folks tell us that the interviewing series was the best purchase they've ever made and, and directly resulted in them getting the job they wanted. So... There you go. That's, that's, that's the biggest push. (laughs) Yeah. So,
1: so yeah, yeah, that's, that's about as much as we do. Um, So look, we need to make that hiring manager, forget all of her misgivings, right? And we need to convince her that we really want this and we really mean it. Even if you've been offered every job you've ever interviewed for, you need to work on interviewing exactness and and nailing the answers for interviews like this when you're adding complexity to the hiring manager's decision you must be exceptionally good to convince them that you're worth the risk because you'll never get get them thinking that there's no more risk for you than there is somebody else if you're making some of these changes what you can do is mitigate it and then hit a home run in the
0: interview yeah i mentioned the interviewing series which is a uh a product you have to pay for on our website. But there's also a number of podcasts about interviewing that are completely free that you should check out if, if you want to get better at interviewing. It's a game changer, and you don't have to do a whole lot to be really good at it. So wrap up. Yeah,
1: It is harder to make this kind of change. The key to it is making smaller steps as a way of mitigating the risk for that hiring manager because it will always be there. Physically, if you're moving locations, having a foothold in that new place really, really helps. You're going to need more help. So definitely engage and excite your network so that when the opportunity presents itself, they can recommend it or so that when they're asked about you, they know exactly what to say and how to say it. Very helpful to have clear reasons and be able to talk about a longer term goal than this, than simply, this is what I want to do right now. Longer term stuff is a huge risk area for managers because they don't want to invest or have to reinvest, heaven forbid. And lastly, you're going to have to interview exceptionally well. You're really going to have to be prepared because you have to make answers that don't have the connection or don't have quite the background that the manager might like sound even better and overcome the fact that there may be relocation expenses or culture shock or social shock in your change. You can do it. It's harder. And hopefully these steps will help you. Excellent. Excellent.
0: All right, my friend. Thank you.
1: Thanks, partner.
0: We'll see you. Thanks, everyone. That's it. Hey, if you haven't been to the Manager Tools website in a while, check it out. There's a wealth of information there. And with over 300 podcasts between Manager Tools and Career Tools, there's something for everyone. www.managertools.com. All right, folks. We'll see you next week. So long.